Hey, check this out. <coughs> With Al's rent, I finally got enough to buy this. Large bong for sale. Originally purchased in the 1960s in New Orleans. Recently deceased owner claims it was possessed. It's wicked. Whoa, dude. A haunted bong. It's guaranteed to give amazing highs, bro. Seller not responsible for possible bad side effects. We gotta have it. We gotta have it. Well, don't be a sucker. It's a scam. Just like that grilled cheese sandwich with Jesus' face on it. What are you talking about, bro? That was online. Okay, everything on that internet is a scam. You can't trust anything because that's how the feds spy on us through our I, I must say, this ad does sound somewhat suspect. This is high times, fellas. Okay, everything in here is on the up and up. Totally. Whatever. It's your dough, man. Dude, have them express mail it to the house ASAP. Because if there's one thing this pad is lacking, it's a killer fucking bong, man. <laughs> While he was there, the doctors gave him a sex change, and our parents' taxes paid for it. Fucking Evil Bong, part one. There are many chapters in this trilogy. I guess there are three chapters in this trilogy. There are three parts that I'm aware of. There may be a fourth at this point. I don't know. Last I checked, there were three evil bong films. Um, I'm curious what they did to sort of twist the premise because the structure of evil bong part one is pretty classic. You have, sorry, I'm waiting for a chance to turn. The highway is full of fucking ghosts at this point. Um, you know, fucking evil bong. Um, it's the classic story of an evil bong. I bet it's based on something from the Bible. Um, it's, okay, so here's my question. I have a number of questions. The first question is, where do we get our depiction of the nerd in film from? It seems like we can trace it back to the obvious classic film, Revenge of the Nerds, what, 83, 84, something like that? But I bet there were, like, filmic depictions of the nerd before then. Regardless, um, the, the, the nerd character in Evil Bong Part 1, much like, the, uh, much like the other characters in Evil Bong Part 1, doesn't super seem to be based in reality. Like, I've known nerds, been a nerd, it's like, I haven't really been a nerd, I've always been super cool. Um, no, I've been the worst. Like, when I say cool, I don't mean that in a good way. Like, like, hipster asshole, but I was never good at it, because while I grew up middle class, I feel like I'm realizing more and more that the way we use the word hipster to talk shit in, like, the mid-aughts was more about, like, calling out affluence dressed up as not affluence than it was about anything else. Although, what the fuck do I know? My point is, Evil Bong. I don't remember that much of the plot of it. I watched it like a week ago and I'm mostly doing a podcast about it. Not mostly. Um, one of the reasons I'm doing a podcast is because I have fallen off this fucking horse. Maybe you've noticed it's just been me in a mall full of ghosts and what I think are ghost eggs for the last like 
months. I don't even remember when the last episode of this shit came out. So you know what? I don't need a fucking document on a smartphone full of notes of things that I want to touch on on a podcast to tell you about Evil Bong Part 1. Um, it opens with a nerd who is looking for a place to live. I think he's he's come to college. Maybe they're, maybe he's at college in that way also, sort of mirroring the archetypal structure of Revenge of the Nerds. I wonder how deep these parallels go. Uh, he, he, goes, he goes to a room which has been advertised, uh, or like a house, like an apartment, and there's these three dudes there, and I think like one is a huge stoner, one is like a big athlete who got kicked off the baseball team for having like weed show up in his urine, and one is I think just like a like normal cool guy. I think that's that's the archetypes that we're dealing with, and then the nerd, of course. Um, the nerd is like I he like he like talks all stilted. I wish I could. I wish I had a a recording of the way he talks because he just uses like unnecessarily big words all the time and has like a button-down shirt and I think his hair is like parted in the middle and slicked down um to signify that he's a nerd he's like I'm looking for a place to live and the cool guy opens the door and he's like yeah man you know you're you're hired or whatever I guess that's not you don't get hired to pay rent in a place maybe you do I don't fucking know this is the world this is a world in which there's an evil bong, and if you smoke too much weed out of it, you get transported to an evil strip club inside of it, which is full of strippers whose boobs turn into skulls and then kill you. Um, I don't know what housing looks like in that world. It, otherwise, it seems similar to our world in a lot of ways, although at least compared to the, the world that I choose to live in and have kind of worked on building for myself, there's also a lot more misogyny in this world. Than, than I usually like try to fill my life with. Um, he's like, what's up? I'm a nerd. And the guy's like, what's up? I'm a cool guy. Like, now you live here. And he's like, great. And the cool guy is like, I'll rent you a mattress. And he's like, okay. And then we meet the one who's like just a huge monster stoner who's probably like asleep or something. And then we meet the one who's an athlete and he's like, got a like, like a trophy altar in his house um and in the house I think it's all like one big room it's like messy it's like a stoner hutch uh and he's like cool it's good to meet you I'm just gonna study fucking physics or whatever like nerd coded shit it is that I study (laughs) um and so he moves in and then they all smoke weed and he doesn't like to smoke weed but they like blow weed smoke at him and then they're like we need one of them sees a classified ad with a bong and it's like this bong is haunted and he's like dude we need that bong um and so they buy the the bong which is advertised as haunted maybe there's like gestures towards them having like a degree of disbelief in the hauntedness but it's pretty like it's the kind of story where it's you know when like this is gonna sound grim like like when an animal is really old and sick and getting ready to die you can kind of see its bones through its skin and guts i feel like if the 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 story like the narrative like the the plot of this movie is the bones you can really this movie is like old and dying like you can clearly see the bones of the plot in the movie because uh they're just like yeah we need an evil bong like we need an insight to inciting event to really move us through uh act one like past act one into act two and that, that requires an evil bong so 
they get the evil bong, it comes in the mail, they're stoked about it. Uh, some of the jocks, maybe the only one is really a jock. I forget if the jock one is the one who brings the girls over or if it's the cool guy one. It's probably both. Um, some girls come over and the nerd is afraid of them, but one of them likes him or something. Um, and they all smoke weed out of the evil bong and one of the, I think the big stoner probably smokes more. I think there's like, a quantity of weed that you smoke out of the evil bong that gets you sucked into the strip club inside of it. Um, and I think the, the big stoner one like reaches that, uh, that like amount first. And so he gets sucked into the cool strip club and he's like, this is cool. And then I feel like one of the strippers has boobs that turn into like vampire teeth that kills him maybe. And then when somebody else goes in, one has like boobs and I think they turn into skulls. And the, the, it's not even like, that sounds like it would be cool in an upsetting way. Like, uh, like I'm so freaked out that her boobs turn into teeth. But it's just like, it's pretty clear that it's just like her normal boobs and then a shirt on it. And then they just taped some like plastic, like Halloween vampire fangs on her boobs or like, the other one when they turn into skulls it's like clear that it's just her normal boobs with like those little plastic Halloween skulls that you wind up the little nub in and then it goes like gak, 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 and the little eyes light up um, <laughs> that was that was maybe more of a Billy Joel impression than an impression of a little plastic Halloween skull but I feel like you could see what I was getting at there in my Billy Joel impression because <laughs> dude how upsetting would it be if the like the the strippers in the evil bong's belly if their boobs turn into Billy Joel's head you know what I mean which I think brings up an important point about this movie which is that it's it's they could have done a better job like it really it makes me want better stoner movies you know what I mean like that concept of like there's an evil strip club inside of a bong and it kills you that's like that's a strong concept. Like, I'm interested in that movie. And hopefully, when we get into Evil Bong Part 2, Evil Bong Part 3, and beyond, um, they'll go someplace a little more interesting with that, such as having people's boobs turn into Billy, Billy Joel's head. Um, I don't know. I can't say. I haven't seen it. However, uh, the stoner guy gets sucked into the Evil Bong and gets killed. Um, and then... I don't remember. They probably smoke more weed and hang out. And uh, so there, there are two women slash girls who come over with, I think, the, the baseball enthusiast. Oh, by the way, he puts the evil bong on his sports trophy altar in the living room, which I think is such a good, like, that's like symbolic. You know what I mean? It really shows you how important the bong is to him. Uh, and so... I guess when they all stop being stoned or like they wake up in the morning, uh, the big stoner one is dead and they're like, oh shit, our friend is dead. And they like put him in a closet cause he's dead. Cause the nerdy one wants to call the police, but the other ones are like, dude, if the police come here, they will find that we have weed. And so we can't call the police. I feel like they maybe even put him in like a dumpster. Um, She's like kind of funny in a movie. Like that shit happening in real life would be pretty upsetting. I mean, it probably wouldn't happen with weed, but 
like people are dying from other drugs all the time and like a way that makes throwing your friend's bodies in dumpsters not that funny. Anyway, uh, he's dead and they leave his corpse around uh, and then what happens? Uh, so there's the two women and they're coming over and one of them is dressed like a cheerleader and so the nerd one is like, are you a cheerleader and you know the jock one from sports? And she's like, no, I just wear this uniform because it turns him on. Um, which is cool, like that she's like kind of demonstrating agency in that way. Um, but the other girl is not wearing a cheerleader uniform um, and she's, she's not a nerd exactly but she, we find out that she's like studying psychology which I think is like like sufficiently feminine but also intellectually rigorous that it piques the attention of nerd one and so they kind of hit it off um, and then they all smoke more weed and then I feel like probably baseball enthusiast one goes to the strip club inside of the bong um, and then Stoner one was already in there. He's like, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cool strip club inside the evil bong. He's like, uh, this is cool. And the stoner one is like, yeah, this is super cool. Like, but why is, I forget what music was playing with there. Like, this music sucks. We need to play some rock and roll. And then they changed the music to like some like new metal, like rock and roll. I forget when this movie came out. I want, came out, I want to say it's like 2008, which is already like well past the peak of new metal but that's that's what's going on in the evil bong i mean maybe it's like hell you know maybe it's like did i ever tell you about the time that i saw fish in 1994 when i was like 14 and they had a song about um wait maybe somebody just told me this about fish anyway apparently that band fish had speaking of things that stoners are frequently enthusiastic about um they apparently had a song where the character in the song would go to hell and they would do an elaborate like musical transition and then they would play sort of like the the pop song that you're sick of that they would imagine you would hear when you were in hell um which is like that's interesting i always felt like not like i should be stoked on fish necessarily but like they had some good ideas although also that might be kind of mean to be like your pop music is shit and we are elitist like like Vermonters floating into Madison Square Garden on a fucking giant suspended hot dog. Anyway, um, where were we talking about? Oh yeah, so the nerd one and the like slightly nerdy girl kind of hit it off. They all get high and then the one guy dies in the bong and then the other one dies in the bong and as, as the bong is stealing their souls, um, it's like, it's like starting to light up from the inside. It's like with more souls inside of it, the bong is maybe gaining like sentience. The problem is I feel like the bong kind of looks like a cross between, did you see Weird Science? There's a scene in the movie, the, the John Hughes classic, Weird Science, where the mean older brother, Chet, gets turned into a giant talking, like like poop um and the evil bong kind of looks like a cross between chet as a poop and kind of a racist caricature of like a like a uh, black woman 
and has this like there are not a lot of black characters in this movie as I recall but except for the bong which like it has a voice and it's the voice of this kind of like shrieky like it sounds like a like black woman kind of shrieking all the time and sort of a, a cartoonish way that's probably not super defensible um I think that, that the bong start like it's it's challenging because the bong does start talking but they don't really do any like animations on the bong's mouth or face so it's kind of like that thing where you're like is this telepathy or are you saying these things out loud and, like I think people talk to the bong like at one point um uh Tommy Chong part of the iconic duo Cheech and Chong who also made weed movies in the past in the olden days um he shows up and he's like i think he's like i've fought with this evil bong before and uh, when i when i talk about the plot this way it actually sounds like like a good like it's pretty good like they they have their premise and then what how do they like twist it to to get to someplace interesting they introduce tommy chong as a fucking evil bong like antagonist he's not an antagonist what is he he's sort of like maybe like a han solo figure um, he shows up and he starts having like a battle of wills against the evil bong and he's like I've beaten you before and I'll do it again and he's like I don't smoke weed anymore because it's bad when I used to smoke weed out of the evil bong or whatever. I think ultimately all of the dudes from the house are probably dead inside the evil bong strip club and then the nerd guy, I think probably the cheerleader one also is dead and then the nerd guy and the the psychology enthusiast they does he smoke weed he must smoke weed but that's like out of character maybe they like he was like in such distress over the death of all the other people that he like decided to smoke weed to try to help them and that shows like the lengths to which he was willing to go to really like evolve as a character um he like goes inside the bong with the psychology enthusiast and as they're inside I don't know what they're doing I think they don't get killed by stripper monster boobs um but like I feel like this is where I, I mean the movie I feel like it was like a perfect length it was like just under 90 minutes but I still like you don't not smoke weed before you watch Evil Bong and so I feel like my attention was probably kind of flagging by the end um, I think that Tommy Chong was like, he like had a bomb that he brought to blow up himself and the bong maybe and he like sacrificed himself to save these kids or maybe just to beat the bong like maybe the, the, the our protagonists were sort of secondary uh, motivations for him. I feel like it's clear that I've been doing a lot of fucking reading about screenwriting since the last time I did a podcast because I'm so interested in goofing on the fucking screenwriting shit. But my point is, he, I think he blows himself up. He like kind of blows up the bong. Then all of our heroes are outside of the bong and alive again. Like the one who got dumped, like dropped in the dumpster is like, we must have partied really hard. I just woke up in a dumpster with a bunch of garbage on top of me. Um, just like predictable, but still funny. Um, uh, 
feel self-conscious about how often I'm saying the word um. Uh, so, Tommy Chong's character, I believe, bests the evil Bong, but then I think he wakes up trapped inside the evil Bong, so it's ironic, and maybe that's where we're gonna pick up in the sequel with, like, Tommy Chong trapped in the Bong. That's a great, uh, like, tagline for the movie, because it rhymes. Um, so here's, here's my question. Why are, are big stoners super horny? And if big stoners are super horny, do they have to be so fucking misogynist about it? Like, there's so much, like, pointless objectification of women in this movie. And the way that they talk about, like, having to get the nerd laid is just, like, really, it's not, like, super upsetting because it's so predictable. It's also just, like, a bummer. Like, if I told you, like, this is a stoner movie and it's super misogynist, like, think of the feeling you have in your heart when I say that, right? This is a stoner movie that is super misogynist, right? Now hold that feeling that you have in your heart right now, and I want you to remember it, and I want you to compare it to the feeling that you feel when you hear the Judas Priest song, Leather Rebel.
I mean? Like, what we deserve, we ghosts in a mall, in a world with like, almost nobody left in it, is stoner movies that make us feel like that, like the latter. Stoner movies that make us feel like we feel when we're listening to Leather Rebel by Judas Priest, instead of stoner movies that make us feel like disappointed in how dumb and misogynist stoner movies are. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just like, remember Broad City? Broad City was cool for a minute. I feel like I watched the first season and I liked it and then somebody told me there was like shitty trans stuff in season two so I didn't watch it but like what if Evil Bong was more like Broad City? Like what if there were just like female characters who got to do stuff? You know? Like what if Hannibal Beerus showed up? Like that would be incredible. I would be so stoked but instead it's like I don't know, I feel like there's good stories to tell about the strip club and the women who work in it, right? And this is not one of them. Like, how do they feel when their boobs turn into... I was gonna say, how do they feel when their boobs turn into Billy Joel's head, but we all know that that would feel bad, and we all also know that that doesn't actually happen in the movie, but like, how, would they, how do they feel about their boobs turning into skulls? I guess they seem pretty stoked about it, but like, that's backstory that I want. Are they demons? Like. Were they, like, created by the bong to exist in the bong? And in that sense, are they just, like, puppets of the racist caricature that is the evil bong? Or, like, are they women who smoked the, the, the correct amount of weed out of the evil bong and then got sucked in, but instead of getting killed, they, like, made a deal with the evil bong so that their boobs could turn into monsters to kill people? Like... It's like not a win-win situation, but there's, there's like, it's like compelling character stuff. You know what I mean? And we just don't get any of that in Evil Bong. Maybe that's where they go in Evil Bong too. Tommy Chong with the bomb. Maybe, I don't know. I'm stoked. I'm gonna look into it. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, you can see, you can see why this has achieved classic film status. Alright truck nuts, alright dick enthusiasts, that's the end of the episode and as the world gets worse every day, don't forget we get to be okay while these fascists choke on the fruit of the hate that they braid to their lives are the only thing keeping them warm while they're chained to their bricks on the floor of the bay. This one is by Tender Defender. Please be gayer. Please figure out a way to be more trans for me. My body 
podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Abenaki people who are still here and who have been here for at least 12,000 years longer than anyone of European descent.